The storied legacy of Mercedes-Benz is rooted in empowered women who've gone on to show the world what they can accomplish. This July, Womanica has teamed up with Mercedes-Benz to feature women who've charted their own paths and achieved greatness. Join us on this journey as we celebrate women who were driven to pursue their passions, even if it meant changing course along the way. This month on Womanica, we're talking about dynamos. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting dynamos, women who've led dynamic lives that have shifted, evolved, and bloomed, often later in life. Today's Dynamo is one of the world's best-selling and most deeply loved children's authors. Her most popular book, Peter Rabbit, has been in print since it was first released 120 years ago. Quaint, silly, and occasionally gruesome, her stories starred hedgehogs wearing bonnets, tortoises attending dinner parties, and rats baking cats into pudding. Let's talk about Beatrix Potter. Helen Beatrix Potter was born on July 28, 1866, in London. Her parents both came from wealthy textile families, with a love for the arts. Her mother, also Helen, enjoyed embroidery. And her father, Rupert, was an avid photographer, a new art form at the time. Beatrix was educated at home by governesses who fostered in her a love for art and literature. When she wasn't learning languages or reading fairy tales, she was drawing her own versions of the characters from stories like Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland. Beatrix kept a journal where she wrote in secret code. To others, she was quiet and respectful, like any posh Victorian child should be. In the privacy of her journal, she was brash, honest, and sometimes funny. She wrote about her daily life and her opinions on art and current events. In her sketchbook, she satiated what she once called an irresistible desire to copy any beautiful object which strikes the eye. To hone her skills, she visited the South Kensington Museum and tried to copy the paintings there. Beatrix preferred reading and drawing to going outside in the big city. In her journal, she questioned why people lived among the grime and noise of London. She much preferred nature. And her family often escaped the hurly-burly of the city for holidays in the English Lake District or the Scottish countryside. There, Beatrix could explore the natural landscape. Beatrix also had a deep love for animals. She and her brother Bertram kept many pets. Snakes, salamanders, rabbits, frogs, tortoises, hedgehogs, mice, and bats all found home in their nursery at one point or another. The siblings also kept a cabinet filled with insects, shells, rocks, and fossils. Beatrix's favorite pet was a rabbit named Benjamin Bouncer, and she wrote stories about him. In 1892, she sent an illustrated letter to Noel Moore, the son of her former governess. The letter detailed Benjamin's imaginary adventures. After Benjamin passed away, another rabbit, Peter Piper, became the new protagonist of her stories. Beatrix sent many stories to Noel and his siblings. Noel's mother suggested she turn them into books, and in 1901, Beatrix did. She self-published The Tale of Peter Rabbit, 
about a mischievous rabbit in a blue coat with brass buttons. The book was small, so it could fit in children's hands. She also wanted to make sure the book was affordable. Because of these particularities, publishers initially turned down Peter Rabbit. But in 1902, Frederick Warren & Co. gave an abridged version of the book a wider release. The book took off. Edition after edition sold out. The publisher wanted more, and Beatrix provided. In addition to books, Beatrix sold related merchandise like board games, wallpapers, dolls, and painting books. During this period of professional success, Beatrix fell in love with her editor, Norman Warren. At the time, Beatrix was 39 years old and was still living with her parents. Her parents opposed the match, but that didn't stop the couple. Norman proposed and Beatrix accepted. A month later, Norman died suddenly. Beatrix was on vacation and didn't get to say goodbye. Soon after Norman's death, Beatrix used the money she earned from her books to purchase a 34-acre farm in England's Lake District, where her family used to take vacations. Life at Hilltop Farm was peaceful for Beatrix. She painted, renovated her home, and tended to her garden. The eight years after Norman's death also turned out to be her most productive in her career. She wrote more than a dozen books. Beatrix bought more property in northern England, just across the way from Hilltop Farm, which she called Castle Farm. In 1913, when she was 47 years old, Beatrix married local solicitor William Helis. The pair lived together in Castle Cottage. Beatrix continued writing and illustrating books and published her last book in 1930. As she got older, her interests shifted to land management and conservation. Beatrix passed away on December 22, 1943. In her will, she left more than 4,000 acres of land, including 15 farms, to the National Trust. In the 1950s, one of Beatrix's family members came across her papers and early journals. She passed them on to a fan who painstakingly deciphered the code and translated them. Today, more than 250 million copies of Beatrix's books have been sold worldwide. All month long, we're highlighting dynamos. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.